this is Subjective Comedy Podcast with Corey Miller and Brad Scott because what do two guys with a failed podcast need? Another podcast no one will listen to. Maybe if my dad put this much time into his act, Bob and Tom would have had him on. Anyways, here's Subjective Comedy Podcast. Student loan debt rules everything around me. Get the debt. Welcome to the Subjective Comedy Podcast. Let's start off by not being funny. Every episode, I am your host, Brad Scott. I'm an Indianapolis-based stand-up comedian, and I am joined, as always, by an insurance office guy, Corey Miller. Hello. And Corey. Yes. We have been doing this show for God. I mean, I I, I remember when we took over the show. I used to watch this, or listen to this show when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, was, and, and we've had, what, three guests? Maybe four? Three, probably, at the most. We haven't had many guests. No. Yeah, it takes, it, you gotta have a special call, quality. You gotta be a caliber mm-hmm. to be on this show. This is not like one of those horror shows like Showdown, where we just take whoever's oh, yeah, dick will go inside. Yeah. We are very selective here at Subjective Comedy. Corey, tell them about our guest today. Uh, today we have a guest uh, that, well, two guests, actually, who you may have heard on a, another show. That They're from the Sarge Approved podcast. I was trying to build. Them All right, up. you know, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm no, on, no, I'm yeah, floor no, is yours. No, no, no you ruined no, it. No, go ahead. This is your job, actually. This is like the only thing you I do. Know, on the show. And you stole it from me. Well, because you were doing it poorly. Go ahead. No, because you're so controlling. I'm going to be motivational. I'm going to be more positive for you. Go ahead. I believe in you. You could do this. I'm trying to tell you to start doing it now, and you're failing at redemption before you've ever started. So okay. So if uh, if you listen to the Showdown podcast, we have had Sarge on there. Not once, but twice. And uh, Frenzy has also been on our so show. Rattled. It's Sarge and Frenzy from the Sarge Approved Podcast. Welcome to Subjective Company. What? How's it going? <laughs> Good. How are you? Good. Let me just let me just start off by saying you're welcome. <laughs> oh no, we're very aware of the difference in reach. <laughs> It is much more benefiting us than it is benefiting you guys to have to sit there and apparently undo a bag of Tootsie Pops individually. <laughs> wow, you're cool. uh, so, Sarge Approved Podcast. Corey, do you want to do the interview? I interviewed Sarge No, on. no, no. I, you oh, know. lazy. Okay, so yeah. uh, how long have you guys been doing Sarge Approved? 500 years. Ooh, no. just slightly, uh, slightly after Corey was born. Yes. <laughs> no, like. Uh, How did the idea start? Let me ask you that. We, I don't know if we've ever had this story. How did we start? Well, how, yeah. How did this all come together? How did you guys meet? How did you come up with the idea for the podcast? Like, what's your origin story? What's your meet cute? You did end up together, Sam and Diane. <laughs> We're the only four people that get that you know joke, what? by the way. You know what's funny is the show, uh, if, if you, for those 
the listeners who aren't familiar with Sarge Proved, we, it's it's like an interview based hang for you know an hour and a half, two hours or so. Um, with we have a guest every episode. There's um, comedians, actors, actresses, and by the way, interesting people. More um, legit comedians than most comedians get for their podcasts. We've had some we've had some good ones, yeah. Well, I mean, no, the, I'm not just good comedians, but as far as within the business, kind of like respect and like, oh, oh shit, that's a name. Very, very, yeah. especially for people who are on the outside of the business. But go ahead. Yeah, um, but that's that's the cool thing about it though too is because we honestly legit have legitimately have an awesome have had an awesome time talking to all those people. Like they're not like they're maybe well known comedians, but they're good you know, good individuals that we enjoy spending time with. So it makes it even better. Later on, we're going to put you on the spot, but we're going to give you a chance <laughs> to think before we put you on the spot. You're going to have to give us who was your most interesting interview and who was your oh, least interview, uh, interesting interview <laughs> for comedians, myself excluded yeah, from both. Too. Of course, uh, <laughs> I have a feeling I would have been one of those, but myself excluded. We'll, we'll get that later. I'm gonna let you think on and everything else. But for now, Back to the origin story. It's funny because the the podcast originally had an entirely different kind of format, what we were planning on doing with it. Um, as as is is shown by the title, Sarge Approved. You you look at that title, and you're like you you have no idea what it's about. It sounds like it's has something to do with the military. <laughs> most likely is what I'm guessing most people would would uh, would glean from <laughs> just from the title. Right? Mm-hmm. So it's approved. Oh, I um, bet that was an easy thing to sell to advertisers, right? It was not easy to get guests with the name Sarge approved, actually. Well, well because originally, when we first thought up the idea that we could do a podcast ourselves, we um, we were going to have it be basically just me and Frenzy. And we were going to, it was going to be all about survival stuff because we, our first sponsor was a survival gear company. And it was going to be geared for that company so it was going to be all about survivalists and the gear and shit like that and it was it was like an infomercial the whole, the whole idea was going to be for that yeah i guess although what does a survival uh, you know, company sell like i don't know life oh all kinds of gear oh camping. gear gear Fire, okay yeah. murders, camping. so i imagine all like gear. all the stories uh would involve like and then he pulled out his uh his you know uh Double sided, uh, jewel encrusted. Uh, I don't know. I was trying to think of like fabric shit, but I'm not good. <laughs> and you're high. I'm high. I'm also high. Are you guys high? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like it because yeah. we we smoked together yeah. in two different states when I did their show last time. Oh, okay. It was a bonding moment. So, like what it. was the original concept of the show? Like survival, but what was. Were you going to have a guest on, I'm assuming? Because you guys aren't survivalists, are you? No, we just have no. interest. Interested, okay. So kind of like WrestleMania, start with me and Trahune. Just two comedians yeah. who are interested in wrestling and had a decent knowledge for fans, but you aren't actually in there. So were you going to have that format of having a survivalist on each week? Well, just, you know, we might we thought maybe we might have a guest on here or there. It was going to be, it mostly was going to be me and Frenzy. Yeah, uh, but if you guys are survivalists, what... What would you have like talked about surviving? Well, it might be one of the reasons that it didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad it did because the show format you got now is fire. So when did it? Yeah, when did you know that you needed to make a change? 
Um, well, we we you know there was like the uh, the beta testing process where we were doing un unaired episodes. Oh, and see, that's what a good podcast does, Corey. They do they do <laughs> test episodes first to get the chemistry down. They don't just yeah. throw the first shitty thing they threw together in ninety minutes with, you know, that's what we that's how we started well, the showdown. We did we did we did nine like test episodes. Wow. And and we Better actually did episodes. Yeah, the dark episodes. We actually did put those out. We at you know at, for a test run. And surprisingly, they they did better than we thought. We didn't we didn't you know expect anyone to listen, but all those really shitty episodes got like not a ton, but there was you know each one maybe had like a hundred some listens or something like that. God, it's always and, so depressing when people come on here and then they like give the low ball yeah download number, and we're just like, man, that would have been a hell of a week for us. <laughs> Man, well, well was... it doesn't make any sense to us because honestly, those episodes were dog shit. They were, oh, they were so terrible. bad. Terrible, um, like embarrassing, terrible. <laughs> well, like so, but what did? Those... What about it made you like, know that we have to switch or we have to change something? Because when I was our show, it was just like listening to myself going, "Oh my god, I'm a comedian, and I know I'm actually funny somewhere in there." Well, I think we the, just realized. The, 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 go. Well, the uh, B. Scott is that you are a comedian like that's what you do and you are funny and we're not funny so debatable yeah <laughs> whatever allegedly not funny frenzy but is really fucking we, funny we just we we just sat in, in front of a fucking bluetooth speaker and just were talking and like we had all these stupid segments like pee breaks with frenzy and like I talked about like wait wait what with frenzy Pee breaks. Oh, yeah. So, so, so Sarge would go take a piss and we'd like play like someone peeing. Like it would be like a Snoop Dogg's like intro. Gin like, and juice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. By the way, and I would go then... off on on some ranch where I was super high and talk about how Target like sucks your soul and your bank account at the same time. That was um, one of two decided... options I thought. The other one was much grosser. Yeah. Which was you oh, go yeah, to the bathroom with Frenzy while she has to take a pee. She's just got the oh, mic no, with her. She's got the that. phone in there with her. She ends up like, you yeah, know, calling someone. We like we're like we have to have some kind of like mission. Like what are we trying to accomplish? Like what do you want what do we want to do? And so well, then kind of And I think we realized too that like me and just me and you talking but whatever it is, like, who's going to want to listen to that? Well, lots of people. More than that want to listen to us with our three and a half years in polish. Well, we thought if we got interesting people on, because neither of us are, neither of us honestly really like talking to to people in our daily lives. <laughs> I don't and, either. And having a, having a guest on, we get to choose who we talk to. And and get to sit down and have a, a, a long form conversation that you don't have with, you know, most people on a daily basis. Yeah, and you get to, yeah, like have an uh, an interesting conversation that you chose to have. Well, and the cool thing about that too is though that you may have you may have a guest on and you're just like, okay, we're not driving, like this isn't happening, like we're gonna go through the routine of asking questions, but 
literally probably I would say 85% of the time we have a guest on that you've never t- that we've never talked to before and we just have a great time just chatting and getting to know one another and telling stories and laughing and it's so cool to be able to have a platform be able to do that with just random people and then at the end of the day they become kind of your friends like you might not meet them in person but like on social media or you know like through the interweb you become friends with these people and it's it's a kind of weird thing uh now i want you to tell us about uh what what many of the stars approved fans of through the years referred to as uh, Dark Friday, but that was the day that you contacted Corey Miller of the Showdown <laughs> Podcast to be a guest. They <laughs> uh, call it the worst day in the history of podcasting. That's uh, when th- that's when their uh, their downloads went up. I should I like should wait 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 they were already so high that it just went back up to zero to start over. Again. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. We had to start over. Uh, what, 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 what you? I'm gonna, I'm gonna look up Corey's numbers right now. How many downloads? Oh yes, got. yeah. If you could get that, we'll compare that to Brad's. Which one? Yeah, he's been out a few times. Yeah, see, that was a mic drop on you there, Corey. Yeah, no. Which, which, which Brad's got? Yeah, episode. I was hoping you wouldn't go there. Uh what? So you said you you realized you guys weren't interesting uh, alone. Uh, who was the very first guest? Paul Soltis. Paul Soltis, the homeless comedian from New York City. Wait, he was was he homeless then, or was it like he was the comedian from New York City, but now you have to add the homeless? No, he was homeless. No, he Straight was homeless, homeless then. He was he he recorded he did the episode from a YMCA, and then they kicked him out because it was time to go on air. They were closing. Yeah, on air. Oh, fuck you guys. <laughs> fuck you guys. You got that yeah. audio gold on your first episode? Yep. Oh, my God. Serious. Homeless comedian doing an interview gets kicked out of a YMCA. Oh, I'm yep. so jealous. We got to find and his dream is to be on Saturday Night Live. That's <laughs> oh, and that is who we know as Keenan Thompson. <laughs> <laughs> He's white, but pretty much the same. I want you to put a note in your phone, Corey. We're going to go to the homeless shelters around Indianapolis. <laughs> All right, I'm writing that down. But we're going to go right around closing time and start interviewing <laughs> motherfuckers. New York City, not Minneapolis. New York City. Well, no, but we can't get to New York City. Yeah, so we... we're just going to go interview homeless people in Indianapolis until someone tells us to leave. And then we're going to make sure we have the audio of that. How did that sound, by the way? Like, is it as golden as it is in my head? I know it's not a good situation. I feel bad. <laughs> but you guys had to have thought, like, holy shit, this is good content. Have you had YMCA intercom conversations with Paul Solstice telling him they're closing and he needs to leave because he's homeless and doesn't have anywhere to go? We've had guests who have been on a bus being told douchebag, like, next stop, 42nd and 3rd. Like, oh, yeah. And that smelled like ass and liquor. And it was, but that person was the, also the person that when we originally called was working out on a treadmill and was talking about their workout routine. And we're like, dude, we're doing a podcast. Like, why are you at the gym? We can reschedule. Like, we don't want to hear you working out and grunting. Well, and, and, that, and that was terrible. You may have been masturbating. <laughs> oh, that's. I, I I would hope so. If that's what you're. Gonna <laughs> What's worse? Tribute. What's worse? He's I, masturbating. I hang on, hang on, real quick. Hang on, real quick. What's worse? He's masturbating, or 
he thinks so little. You know, he thinks so little of your podcast. He's like, oh no, 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 I don't want me to reschedule. I'm like, fuck it, I can just knock it out while I'm here. Which would you have preferred? Uh, he's dismissive or he's jerking off. <laughs> I would prefer masturbating, not because it doesn't. Yeah, because then he could be he could be sorry. polite. But just like you're actually like doing something that you like to do while you're talking, <laughs> versus like you're doing something that you despise and you're just doing it because you have to do yeah. it. By the way, Sarge, I'm really proud of you. You've paid attention for this whole podcast so far, so this is a big improvement right? from your showdown appearance. Thank you. <laughs> uh, go ahead, Sarge. Give us those numbers from Corey Miller's uh, episode on Sarge Approved. Well, I'll tell you that the Red, Red, you've been on what two times as a featured guest? Yes. Um, He's been a co-host, hasn't he? I think just twice. I think that was um, very bad sports dinner too. Yeah. Oh, He's been on very bad sports dinner a lot, um, but. Both of your episodes had better numbers than Corey's. Now, granted, together or were, individually? Individually, they both beat. Up I felt like I felt like he was setting me up there, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Like both your, your both your episodes <laughs> did better than Corey's, and I'm like, yes, and he's like, combined. <laughs> but we were that was only like our twelfth episode po- posted episode. Corey's was. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, well. Yeah, Real quick before we get the numbers, because I do want to, for Corey's to, to save face, you have to understand, most of Corey's friends and family don't know how to operate the internet or are alive. <laughs> well, I, I did download the episode like 10 times. So. Well, that's because you had to keep putting in, swapping out your AOL discs to make sure it wouldn't exactly. uh, stop. <laughs> By the way, AOL disc is the greatest obscure reference in history. You, you tend it's to so use fun. it on me a lot. So go ahead. Here's the numbers. What, what do we got? All right, Corey Miller, episode number 22, had 2,817. Uh, let's see. By the way, Corey, I want to remind you that 2,817 people heard you promoting the Showdown podcast, and we're like, because we don't have 2,817 <laughs> I'm not, downloads. I'm not sure all of our episodes combined came up to that. They were just like, no, nah, we're good. <laughs> we'll pass on that movie one, too. Yep. Go so when you get the black guy. All right, so 2,817. What was the first Brad Scott? The first Brad Scott, that was your best one, actually. Oh, wow. Um, Thanks for saying I got shittier. Episode episode number 40, Brad Scott, 6,036. Ran up the score. Ran up the score. You put in your bench, and I left my starters. Yeah, you did. That's almost triple. No, it's not. It's almost double. Or it's more than double. But your latest appearance, I Uh-oh. mean, so this this might be an indication that your career is on the downslide. Um, let's see. Where is it? Episode number 105. Brad Scott, 3,324. I feel like you just you didn't let half my fans know. <laughs> From, that is a little depressing because that means half of the people that listened to the first one saw my name again and were like, ah, I've heard enough. <laughs> I'm good. Speaking oh, yeah, of guy. my career turning on a downside. I've had my fill. I'm going to uh, give you a quick story here. This is going to be kind of the focal point, but I actually think we're going to be more interesting talking to you guys about this evolution of the Sarge Approved podcast. So we'll wrap. We'll, we'll, I'm going to tell you this story, and then we're going to wrap with the second conclusion. We've gotten to where you guys have sat around and talked about it. 
you've been like what I would assume a professional podcast would do. You thought about it first and you probably wrote things down. You did test episodes to get the chemistry down. Uh, we threw the snowball mic in the middle of the Miller Zoo table and was just like, someone talk. That's probably where our show is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we'll get to the, the, the history of that after you've figured out we need guests. And we started with survivalists. We'll move on to comedians next. So before that, uh, I was in Prestonburgs, Kentucky. I meant to say I was in Kentucky. <laughs> I wasn't going to say the city name. Oh, well, fuck them. They were mean. Well, it wouldn't matter. You I did. Mean, What's the zip code? I don't. Oh, really, Frenzy? I don't even know my own. <laughs> yeah. Because I don't, you don't need don't zip codes anymore. People well, that's supposed to be Corey's job, but I'll take it over. Look up any more information for you. No, no, no. I got it. I got it. Here it is. It is shit. That's not it. That's the show I'm doing this weekend. Uh, whoops. That was a Facebook post about a comedy club owner I took to hell. <laughs> uh, where did it go? I had a whole thing here. It's Prestonsburg, Prestonsburg, Kentucky. Five 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 five. Shut up. That sounds made up. Do you want it on the zip code? She put him on the spot, and now he has to actually answer the question. No, she's the one demanding to know. I know. That's what I said. You don't make frenzy, man, Corey. You just do whatever she says. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm desperately. I should have just Googled this. I kept All looking right. for a photo. It's- She's uh, probably already looked it up. Four one six five three. There you go. Wait, was this just to like try to extra extra call him out? No, I just looked it up right now. Oh, <laughs> I thought that's why you were asking for yeah, the zip code in the first place. Yeah, she actually googled it while you sat there no, and had to look I, through a thousand I, posts. I just literally googled it right now. See, I understand. I mean, I why were we talking about the zip code in the first place? I don't know. Go, yeah. Well, <laughs> Move on. <laughs> All right, move on. Let's move on. Uh, I did take so random. Well, I also well, took a hit show. of weed right before that. I think Frenzy and I psychologically are on the same level because we're both just kind of spacey and out there. Let's get to uh, to what happened in Prestonsburg. Okay. So I go there with uh, I took a feature act Ray Hensley. Check out Danger Ray Comedy or Ray Danger Comedy. Uh, at that's his at, and then uh. Austin Fry. Okay. Check out at Austin Fry sucks. Uh, Austin Fry probably be a good guest for you guys as well. Very interesting kid. We go down there. It's in this big like resort place, and they have this nice restaurant bar with like those big bay windows, you know, uh, that aren't tinted at all. Mm-hmm. And we started the show Sounds at eight thirty, right when it was you know the end of daylight, mm-hmm. and Austin was emceeing, so you couldn't really see his face because the sun was coming back mm. so far. Any curtains. And then, oh, absolutely. Also, uh, the only light that they had for the stage was like, it looked like somebody took a small desk lamp and clipped it. You know those clip-on desk lamps that they sell? It oh, yeah, like, my son has one of those. Yeah, it looked like somebody clipped that onto the little backdrop behind you. So literally all it was was like a 60-watt bulb shining on the back of your head. Mm, that's that hot. was your light. Literally. So for Austin, it was bad because, like, it was so bright outside, it just kind of blurred out the face. And then for myself in the feature, apparently the audience couldn't really see our faces. Well, they had this, there's every, it was about 30 people, so it was a very small crowd, but there was two people, and the 28 of them were enjoying it. 
And even if they didn't real, they didn't care for Austin because he was the first guy, and they had that stigma. But they were polite and they didn't talk or anything. They were a good crowd. Well, Ray gets them into it, you know, because he's the second guy, and for whatever reason, now all of a sudden he's validated, and they're both about the same level. They he gets them into it, and these two people at the bar sitting right at the worst place they could, right at the bar in the middle of where all the people are sitting, right. Wait, they put a bar in the middle of the room. No, the bar comes out from the back wall, and then there's the seating. Oh, okay, I got you. So, I like, you. but I mean, it wasn't a whole lot of seating up to the stage. So it was like three, three rows. Mm-hmm. So they're somewhat close, but they're talking and yeah. they're making out while they're on stage. And the guy is yelling at some other guy who's like a regular there, but that guy who's a regular has like decency and respect and is horrified that the guy's yelling at him. Mm-hmm. So. I get up there and immediately I kind of just address it quickly when they start and then they stopped and then I did a couple of jokes and they started again and I kind of just quickly addressed it because I really need to have a good joke because I was trying to make some money. Right. I want to sell some shirts. So then I had a joke where I had a little bit of a pause that's intentional. I need it really quiet for that point because the punchline comes back harder. And I heard him fucking talk again and then I saw him making out. And so I finished that joke and I just go, hey, guys, uh, will you do me a favor? Will you just go out to the lobby? Uh, because you're being distracting and I want to give a good show and you don't seem to be wanting to be here. So we just go out to the lobby and they start laughing. Right. But I was just being serious. So I said, again, I was like, hey, no, I'm serious. Like, would you guys actually I don't care if you go to the lobby. You can leave, whatever. But I'm only going to be up here for another 25 minutes. You've been talking through my first 20 and it's distracting, and I want to give the rest of these people who paid for a, sh- uh, a show a good show. Nobody really paid for a show. I think they all got promo tickets. <laughs> that, that's what I'm worth. And then they still were, like, laughing and thinking that, like, we're going to play this off because we're embarrassed, but we're going to act like we're a part of it, and I was not going to do that. Mm-hmm. I was I, now Maybe I'm a little frustrated by recent events in my life with comedy mm-hmm. uh, and people, you know, just being bad people, but it, I, this was my stand. Mm-hmm. So I and not to mention the fact that you watched that Bill Burr uh, Philadelphia it, it, incident. Yeah, Philadelphia and incident. And this a couple was times. a fraction of that. Yeah. And well, you just watched it. Like we just talked about it last week, so it happened. It's fresh. I mean, in this your wasn't mind. people screaming homophobic slurs. It was just two people making out grossly. Yeah. And I, I was like, seriously, guys, go. I go. I'm, I, you know, I, I'm not going to continue the show until they leave. I go because I'm not going to be distracted through my whole set. I want to give you a good show. And I'm not going to represent myself as a bad act because they're going to, you know, just ruin the room. Cause I had two more jokes coming up where if they would have been talking during it, would have not only fucked up those jokes could have fucked up the rest of my set. Mm-hmm. So I felt like I had to gamble on whether they will just be quiet or I was like, nah, I'm just going to get them out. They still wouldn't go. So I sat down mm-hmm. and I sat there. And you just sat down? I just sat down. If you go to Brad Scott Comedy on Instagram, there's f- photos. There's one regular photo, and then there's like a series of ten that's like the, the MC taking the oh, photo yeah. over and over again. I was going to say, who who was that. it? I wondered who that was. That took it was that Austin. Picture. And so I just sat down, and I go, I'm guys, I don't think you re- you realize this about me. I use, I'm pretty stubborn and not – like I will I will fuck up the rest of my set and turn the rest of this crowd on me to make a, a statement now. I mean, you're being rude. I just want you to go so that I can entertain the rest of these people who have been polite. Usually in this kind of situation, the rest of the crowd like gets on your side, right? Right. Because they were enjoying the show. Right. And I can see people visibly 
annoyed by them talking. Mm. But I didn't have any allies. <laughs> oh, God. And I kept wondering why. And then it hit me. This is an important guy in this town. And they're all fucking terrified. Of <laughs> and so I said that on stage. <laughs> and I said, but I don't give a fuck because you're rude. <laughs> I don't care if you're the mayor. You're a rude mayor. And you should know better than to talk during a live show. I'm sorry. You're what? 65, which I knew he was way younger. <laughs> and uh, and then I made fun of his tan. But they laughed at that. And I get to like, oh, they want me to engage with them. So then I go, oh, oh no, I'm not going to make fun of you anymore because I can tell you want that. Uh, you're sick, and I'm just going to sit here. And then I sat there and <sighs> gave one of those into the mic, and then I looked at people and I go, I know, guys, it looks like I'm the one making this awkward and weird, but think about it. Like, I'm just up here, you know, chasing a dream, trying to make a living, doing my job, and they're the ones for I go, imagine if you went to your job and somebody just tries to distract you the whole time. I go, it'd get really annoying, especially if you know you're really good at that job. Like you're good enough to risk turning all of your coworkers on you because you're confident enough that you're gonna get them back by the end, mm -hmm. right? They they uh, still weren't coming with me. Like I I couldn't get them. And then they finally left. The couple finally leaves. So I go back on with the show, thinking that now I'm gonna pick up right where that last joke had left off, and we're gonna be cooking with fire. And it was just the weirdest fucking set. They just, it was like I had scorned them. I had cheated on them. And they were not going to forgive me, you know? Yeah. Like, we'd have some good times. They'd laugh at some punchlines. And then I'd ask to go out with the boys, and they'd just break down again. And. So who was this guy? I what? still don't know, but I know he gave the bartender his job. Uh, Austin and Ray found that out. I'm guessing probably because he was back there. Angrily drying a cup going This guy gave me my job Because <laughs> he didn't do shit I even had to ask him I go, Hey man like, will you tell them to leave And whatever And then oh the guy said as he's leaving He goes uh, this is embarrassing And as soon as, as soon as he left I go Hey that guy was talking about being 45 And talking during a live show right That's what was embarrassing Like, Not the guy up here chasing his dream Doing his job trying to support his uh, daughter Who he has sole custody of Mother's addicted to drugs and nowhere to be found. Yeah, uh, you, you had to slide that in there, didn't you? I did that to the crowd, too, uh, <laughs> at one point, because I was like, I'm just going to make you guys like me. Like, you don't even have to think I'm funny anymore, but you're going to like me, damn it. I go, I literally, I did all that for you so that you would have the best show possible. Like, I wasn't doing it for me. I could have just done my set. It would have been distracted. It would, you wouldn't have been nearly as good, but I care about you. I'm not saying I'm a hero. Not all heroes wear capes. Some of them wear a bottoms-up hoodie. <laughs> so I, I have an observation. Can I share it? Yes. Quick? Okay. If Bradley Scott, if you and I were to do a podcast together, it, we would literally like fight more than Sarge and I do to talk. Like you and I tell the most detailed, longest. Like we don't need to explain all of those things as much as we do. <laughs> it's like. No one cares. Really. The balls of we, this show. We have, we have one the, guy the, come on our other show and not listen to the show he's on. And now I've got you. I'm sorry. I'm only so mad about this because I literally critiqued Corey for this while we were not recording. <laughs> yes, he did. He told me. But, I was we both have the urge to tell a good story. No, but, but we, like, I'm not saying that it's bad. I'm just saying we're like in that way. Oh, okay. Well, the way you said it. Was like, you know, you include so many details no one cares about. Uh, 
No, yeah, because I do the same thing. Well, I was trying to paint I the... I care about them. But Corey... And I hope that other people do, but they really don't. They're just like, come on, dude. Like, figure it out. Well, like, no, Corey... Here's the oh, difference, so, though, because Corey's excited. He's like, this is like he's this is a Super Bowl, okay? He's a Dolphins <laughs> fan, so this is as close as he's ever going to get. Here's the thing, Corey. When you're doing it, it's you telling me a story between us while we're smoking a cigarette in between the show. Corey had this had the, had the same experience telling long-winded yarns that don't go anywhere. But Corey, what I'm doing it is to actually paint a picture for an audience who's wanting to listen to a master storyteller. That's why they come to the Seductive Comedy Podcast, to learn at the master's feet. And uh, Frenzy, as much as I appreciate that's a very stellar compliment to put me in any category with you, uh, you kind of fucked up the big ending of the story that this all ties together to. You coried it. You're the Corey for the day. Damn it, Corey, what do you want? Oh, the pencil. Okay, sorry. Frenzy had to tell a detailed story about how... How about Brad tells details. Brad stories are too detailed. <laughs> Well played. Well played. Where were we at? Because okay. I know here's the, cause here's the plan. I'm going to finish this up and then I'm basically going to give the platform to you guys to guide us through the to the to today's stars proof. Does that sound good? We This is yeah. just like every other show we do. Production meeting on the yeah. air. You you keep saying basically and whatever. Like I, I'm telling you, we're like the the female male podcast versions of each other. Like You know what? Corey here. and Sarge should do a show. Corey approved, and we should do, uh, and we should do uh, the showdown frenzy. Those are actually two really good names. (laughs) Well, Corey approved sounds like you know special needs. Um, I don't know why you gotta go there. So hold on, I want to finish this story, and I swear to God, frenzy, I'm gonna edit on the fly and I'm gonna wrap it up. They. Uh They leave. Finally, I can't get this audience to come back to me. They're like a scorned lover. And then at one point, I just I was frustrated. I was I kept doing this thing where I was like rubbing my head because I didn't understand why these you know brilliant jokes that always work weren't working. And I just took my hat off and I threw it and I said, "All right, fucking hats off." I said, "This is I'm LeBron in Game Six. I've lost the headband. You guys can see the true hairline and how it's thinning." I said, "Let's do this." And then they go. We haven't been able to see your face. And I go, this is like 40 minutes. I have like five minutes left to the show. It's like 40 minutes in. I go, wait, what? You haven't seen my face? I go, has that been the biggest problem through this set is that you guys can't really see my face? And they all go, yeah. And I go, no one fucking thought to bring this up to me the entire time. Oh, shit. I forgot part of the story. That's where Frenzy interrupted. (laughs) I was I was I was telling them over and over again when a joke wouldn't work. I'm like, guys, is it because I made it awkward? I'm sorry, I made it awkward with apparently the uh, grand wizard of this fucking town. Uh, and so then I call back. I go, you guys, let me think that I had really, really fucked things up by making it awkward, and it's just because you couldn't see me. And they were just like, yeah, pretty much. And I go, I feel like this was intentional. <laughs> like I just got trolled by 28 people in unison. Like this has been planned out for weeks. And then uh, after the show, I sold four shirts from people who thanked me for kicking out those people. And then I went up to the bartender. As I did, they didn't pay me. I got paid through the booker directly, so I didn't have to deal with any of that. I just got to get my stuff and leave. But, of course, I'm a professional. I'm a gentleman, so I went up to the bartender. Uh, I said, thank you so much for having me. Uh, I apologize that I made it awkward. I said, but I just wanted to try to do the best job I could, and they were being distracting, to which he stared at me. And then turned around and went back to angrily wiping a glass. God. <laughs> you got me this job. Terrible. 
Yeah, that. Uh, sorry, I I do see how long that story is now. Though. Yeah, it's kind of long. <laughs> she was right. Okay, so <laughs> now we're at Sergeant Prover bringing in guests. What made you guys decide to want to get comedians? Decide what? Why did you guys what? decide on comedians? Because you were originally going to go survivalist, but the first guest was a comedian, right? Uh, we well, have lots of interests. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Comedy is definitely one of them. That's probably like our biggest, our biggest interest and in, and in funnest part uh, of of the show, and and the guests we look forward to the most, at least, I think, are comedians. Yeah. Do you have more comedians? Sorry. Well, it's something that we do genuinely when when we're not podcasting, like in our every like our daily life, or like when we go out and want to. Yeah, we see a lot of comedy. You, you, you didn't comedy. see one on the first weekend. Like of we May. went to LA basically <laughs> to go see comedy. That was our vacation. What'd you say? I said you guys didn't see any comedy that uh, that weekend of May. When oh, we just love going Minnesota. to comedy unless one of our friends is just a couple yeah. hours away and offering us a hotel room. I was going to give you guys Rochester. a hotel room. Why well, no? But, but I, I mean, know. let's be honest. If we had got to the show, we wouldn't have seen any comedy either. Ah! Oh, oh man, Frenzy, <laughs> Frenzy, I'm sorry. You're losing your top spot with me. <laughs> <laughs> like you kind of get it by default because well, you're female you, uh, and you're you wanna... funny and everything. But yeah, yeah, yeah. he is. When do you want to come back to? LA? Play with us to the comedy store and and uh, hang out with the people that we met and see some shows and you can actually like go up on stage. I'll totally be there. Oh, and I'll pay a top dollar for it. Oh, so let me know. So let me know when that happens. Sarge, who? <laughs> actually, I might be going to L.A. to the comedy store uh, within the next couple months. Mm-hmm. Taking a trip to go see my mm-hmm. friend Steve Simone. Who you guys have to get on your podcast. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. If you want to get an idea of him, That'd be awesome. do we still have that episode available? Yes, it is. If you go to the showdown, he was the Willy Wonka episode. Mm-hmm. I've heard that name. He, uh, he, uh, he's one of the most unique comics nowadays, which is hard being a white guy, but he really is. Like He's just he's this little Italian guy, and the energy he brings is unique, and the storytelling is unique. Um what is? Do you, have you had more comedians or more survivalists now at this point? Because you guys have had a lot of survivalists, right? Survivalist thing is the History Channel TV show alone. So we've had a couple contestants from different seasons, and met a couple like of them in person. Yeah, but they're just like genuine, salt of their people, like so nice and just like they're they're so passionate about what they do and being out in the wilderness and discovering things and they want to just share it with people i think they're freaks <laughs> <laughs> there's no no not like that i mean maybe but not like i meant like it's strange to me because like there's no cable or or wi-fi why well yeah like i i need technology to live so that like is fascinating don't, to me you don't need it you would just feel weird disconnecting from it no i don't want to i don't i'm the dude in the matrix that's like nah give me the other pill let me eat steak and fuck everybody over because i just let me think what i want to think is, is it the netflix on your phone it's the blue or the red pill right that's what yeah which one's the cory which one's the one that takes you to the fantasy land i think blue? that was the blue one yeah blue pill me up and then give me another blue pill when I get to the fantasy land so I can uh, fuck that girl with the <laughs> I get some Viagra joke, Corey. Yeah, yeah. All right. Have, uh, they done, have they done a meme yet where Bill Cosby is, is the one with his hands out and the two pills instead of Morpheus? Oh, 
I'm sure. If not, that's the somebody, greatest idea that somebody hasn't done yet. Somebody's really missed the, uh, missed the ball on that one. Although I will say, I didn't think my newest comedy T-shirt idea was going to be available, and it was. It's uh, this is my favorite. This shirt is about my favorite Brad Scott joke. I thought somebody would have some variation of that. I'm the only Brad Scott doing comedy, so look at me. <laughs> Zinga. Uh, what? Who is the best and worst comedians? Who had the be- Who is the again? Myself is excluded for both categories. Who was the best comedian interview? I'll let you start off uh, soft. Uh, it's somebody you get to put praise on before we tear someone down. Best a peg. One. The best, the most, the best interview. Whether it doesn't have to necessarily be like the most downloads or whatever, but just for you guys, you're like you went out of that interview going, "This was the best one we've done." It's so hard because we just had that um, with the showdown last week. Boom! We just recorded the showdown with Sarge. Shots fired. He's better at this than I am. He's good at insulting me. Thank I you. I missed the mark. Nobody got that but me, and I realized that. <laughs> I'm stalling to give them a chance I, to think. I don't know. I can't decide. I feel like I have an uh, it's like, like your maybe children. first first. 75 episodes of my favorite comedian and then I have like the later half. Okay. The later half would be Ian Edwards. Um, also, that maybe have something to do with because we booked to go see him at the comedy store before we had him on the show and then we figured out like, oh, we're actually going to see him in person or maybe we just booked it. I don't remember. But we actually but did get to see him and he was he was amazing. He was so nice and so fun, and like, but we had an interview with him and got to meet him like a week after that, like, which never happened. So that was what's cool. the best? Inter- what's the best interview? For in comedians? Yeah. I don't know. I can't pick. I, I would pick maybe like like Sam Tripoli has been on a, a handful of times, and he's always a blast. I've o- I've always enjoyed Sam Tripoli's um, when he was a guest when we had when we did our hundredth episode anniversary situation. Oh, that, that was fun. That one was fun. I was so upset. People. Just trash talking and shit talking, which is I, I love. Um, Corey Adam when we had him come over to our house and like did it live. That was super fun. Yeah, he did that twice. He's a, he's a blast too. Chad Daniels was a lot of fun. Yeah, Daniels is super fun. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. There's there's too many. They're they're all different, and it's always it's always kind of cool because especially if it's someone that you've heard of or that you've listened to before, you at, at afterwards you're like, whoa, like we like that was super fun. And I always like try to message them afterwards, especially if we had some kind of connection or you know just as a whole of the show. And thank them for being on and whenever they respond and they're like, we had an awesome time or I had an awesome time. That always makes me feel better, too, because it's like, yeah, that's cool. Like, we I, had fun, obviously, but I never too. got thanked. Neither did I. Later on. Uh, <laughs> it shows what they thought about In fact, about I believe I had to remind you guys to release my episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just I, sitting there. Thank you. We're doing you a favor. Well, we, we, you're special. You're the first rainy day episode. <laughs> when, we, when we get fucked and we don't have anything to put out, we just go to our rainy day pile. We had four other people. <laughs> just a bunch of Corey <laughs> interviews and outtakes. And then everything I've ever recorded with you. Um, this episode of Brad Scott from 2005 we could use, I guess. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, okay, so let me get mushy for like two seconds. 
we I wouldn't guess. have all, have all met, we wouldn't have all met each other if it wasn't for this platform called podcasting. That's you know? true. Like it's pretty cool. Like we're well, you guys would have probably met me. No, because they didn't even show up to your show. That's true. <laughs> I was gonna say because I was like, you guys are big comedy fans. Eventually, at some point, you would hopefully met me. But yeah, that's right. You do fucking know me. <laughs> Had the opportunity to meet me in person, and you were just like. Eh. <laughs> Man, we we talked to his time. daughter. She saw the act. Not impressed. <laughs> um, so go ahead. Uh, who was your... Uh, who, you said Ian was the first. So who was the other one then? Did you give us both frenzy? No. One? Did you give us both Tripoli. the good ones? Same Tripoli. But she said she had a first 75 and a second 75. <clears throat> Who's the second 75? The, well, the second 75... Was oh Ian Edwards. Edwards? Who was the first one? Sam Tripoli. Yeah, Sam Tripoli. And Sarge just pretty much agreed with everything she said, right? Yeah. All right, so let's yeah, get you. Good. Now we got through that shit. Let's get to the good shit. <laughs> Who was the worst? <laughs> Call him out on a podcast that's downloaded hey, by more hey, than wait, seventeen frenzy. people. Frenzy. What? Let's frenzy. Let's say let's say ours at the same time because one, two, I bet three. it's going to be the same one. Yep. Okay. Ready? ready? One. one. Two, two, three. three. Rob Lewis. <laughs> I swear to God, I thought you were both gonna say Brad Scott. Well, you already t- you told him not to. Say it, it, it still would have been funny, but Rob Lewis. So why was it a bad interview? Uh, Rob Lewis was the one who he's just he's just a very kind of arrogant dude, um, and he doesn't. <clears throat> he's the one who who answered uh, the phone for our interview while he was on a treadmill in the gym. And oh, like, shit! For yeah, sure. he's like, you know, he's like saying hi to people as they're walking by, and then from the gym, he goes into the locker room and changes, and then gets on a bus, and he's on a bus, and it's just so much noise in the background. Was, he's, is he married? And they're calling out, like, every, no, he's not married. No, no one wants that. Well, I find... <laughs> I find... <laughs> And every stop, the bus is like, blah, blah, blah. Like, they announce the cross street that you're at, and this is the stop that you're at. And we're just like, dude, like, we can call you back, or we can reschedule, or, like, you're doing a podcast. Like, what are you doing? And and that's to me, that's, that was bad enough, and we were just, like, left a bitter taste in our mouths, and we're like, oh, whatever. Not everyone can be good, you know? And then probably six to seven months later, he started his own podcast, and no, Lewis approved. Our, he he used our theme song, uh, apparently unknowingly, but we heard it and we messaged him and we're like, dude, like that, like that's our theme song. Like, what are you doing? And great, like I love that. We love that you want to like use it because it is badass. But like, you can't. Like that's just gross. Like, Was he doing the podcast from a bus? What if What if I could tell you guys a way that you could get the ultimate revenge? What's what? What if I told you a way you could get the ultimate revenge? We don't need on it. Rob oh, Lewis. No, we're good. We're totally good. What if I told like, you it was it'd be, it would be hilarious? Well, what if I told guy. you I needed to say this idea so it would be a good punchline for our audience? Well, you can give you can give us the idea. Boom! You can use it for I think else. you guys should set up. Uh, hey, your episode was insane, crazy numbers. We want to have you back. People have been, you know, reaching out to us and emailing us, demanding you back. And then you guys call him to do a podcast while you're on a bus 
or while you're in a very loud arena so he can't hear you. I don't think they like that idea. Turn the tables on him. Huh? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, we'll get to you, Rob. But uh, why don't you tell us about your childhood, Rob? It's just like... Rrr. Next stop, Brooklyn Avenue. <laughs> That's Corey's contribution. Uh, That's his newest impression. That... Drinking. <laughs> I like it, though. It's good. Have you heard his other two, Frenzy? No. What are they? Let's see if he can get it right. Okay. What? What's yeah, your... just don't tell me what they are. Just do them. Okay. Okay. Wow. That's it. That was it. it. Do it again. Do it again. Wow. Who is it? Wow. I don't know. Wow. I was uh, in Meet the Parents. Joey from Blossom. No, that's. Whoa. 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 Sarge. <laughs> okay. Sorry. What did you well, What did you I say earlier? This is weird. Hold on. This is This is like soulmate shit right here because we were talking about on um, uh, who's the celebs. That you recognize from one phrase, one word. Yeah. And Sarge literally said, Joey. From fucking. Yeah. Her, I, yes, I yeah. swear to God, that's why that just weirded me out so much. Because that's not yeah, like not Joey from Friends. Mm-hmm. I'd be Whoa. like, I'd be like, okay, that was late 90s. To go all the way to Joey from Blossom, you guys are meant to be <laughs> together. You're going to make it. You're going to make it. I didn't think so the last time I was on the show. But uh, <laughs> but now I'm confident. I was I was probably I probably had PMS then. No, you were drunk and you were okay. shitty. <laughs> well, that could be too. That was so funny. New friends was like, who was the guy that was all with us? He was great. I can't remember which which one it was, but he pissed off Frenzy and Frenzy was not having it. Who was that? Remember he made some Rogers. joke about he made some joke about the Vikings and you took that shit personally. <sighs> You're on with us. I was on. We were four of us were on. Are you sure it wasn't your football one? Sure. Yeah, yeah, it was the football. It was the football one. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. saying. And he says something about the Vikings. She's like, I can't believe you would say this to me. (laughs) Is that good? Well, I take my Vikings seriously. Yeah, no, as well you should. that, That our old coordinator passed away. The other day, like yep. a couple days Which ago. one? Who? Sopra- uh, soprano. Or S- soprano. Soprano. Yeah. S- soprano. Tony Soprano. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. What, what other job did he hold, Corey? Uh, he was the head coach for the Miami Dolphins. Whose favorite team is the Miami Dolphins? Oh, well, that might be me. And you can't get his Soprano. I don't I ever say Spolestra. <laughs> I say Spolstra. I know. It's been so long since I said his so, name, though. Okay, I wasn't Bud Grant. He oh, didn't die, soprano. right? No. No, I know, but oh, I'm asking for a reason. Have you guys ever been to Bud Grant's garage sale? No. Have you heard of it? Yeah. Is, or Sarge's uncle has been to it, and we have a signed picture. It's a place made for you guys. You go get drunk, yeah. and you go to a garage sale, look at a bunch of Viking stuff, and talk to <laughs> Bud Grant, who will be out there shirtless. <laughs> oh, Frenzy would be. Frenzy takes no, your shirt I off everywhere. Constantly taking your shirt off. Bud Grinch just... I only do it at my new office downtown because I'm like three blocks away from U.S. Bank, so I just walk around the trucks. <gasps> oh, how awesome is that? Topless. topless. No, how awesome is that, though, working downtown like that? It It's awesome as far as the atmosphere. 
atmosphere, but driving there fucking sucks oh, yeah. balls. Like, it's so bad. They literally have torn up 35W, which is the main road that has the downtown exits. It looks like it was part of, it's like an apocalyptic movie. It, it literally looks like that. It's but I, so, like, I drove by it today, and it's the rubble from all the road that they've torn up is probably mm, 170 feet tall. <laughs> that's not, like, that's not even an exaggeration. <laughs> no, like where's it gonna go? Like it's and and it's the most traveled place. Plus, all these corporate companies that we have in the Twin Cities are moving their headquarters from the outer suburbs, like maybe an hour, forty-five minutes away from downtown. They're moving them all downtown. Plus, there's all these new living apartments, like living facilities, apartments, old people homes, whatever. But they're making all of these things happening downtown Minneapolis. But it's like there's no like the roads are still shitty. Like you're have introducing all these extra people in traffic. It's crazy. If you add, so you're saying the drive is bad. It's horrible. It's terrible. Frenzy, you know what's weird? You and I do the same thing when we try to tell traffic stories. We add in all these other details. <laughs> there were dragons. There were dragons. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I will vouch for that, though. The, dr- the drive uh, to downtown. But walking around downtown when you have a job there. There's just, I don't know. I, I worked harder because you just you feel better. You're in a better mood. It's not like walking around Greenwood, Indiana. Mm-mm. Where it's just depressing. Yeah. yeah, it's it's but it's depressing downtown Minneapolis too because there's homeless people and there's like weird like weird people. You take all that bad traffic, you take that homeless problem, and you take the corporations moving out, and you add in a lot of murder, and you've got Indianapolis. <laughs> yeah, there's not a lot of murder. We've got the murder. We were like we're, we're like the uh, we're like Arby's. Give us some of your murder. <laughs> Do you guys want some? You want some of it? Indy, we've got the why, murder. Why, why? Why is that a thing though? Like that's like you'd have to thing. talk to the murderers. <laughs> yeah, uh, it really is. Well, I, mean, I know, but I why think did, it's died why down. Are the murderers coming there? No, no, they weren't coming here. They were just like or they were already here. Like. Well, here's the thing. Indianapolis is a little misleading with this. Like, people want to act like we're a tough state now. Like, oh, did you see we were number one in murder rate? Yeah, and only the places where you're, like, if you're at that place, you're fully aware you might get murdered. Like, nobody's getting murdered in places Corey or I would accidentally walk to. Like, they're getting murdered in places where that's where people will get murdered. That's where it happens. You know what I mean? Like, there's you guys probably have them in Minneapolis. There's certain places where you know you go, you might get murdered. And so you just, if you're not in that world, you stay out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there isn't really any places in Minneapolis that you would go to that you might think about getting murdered. Oh, my God. I you're honestly not... think there's a place. You have designated areas. I was... No, there isn't. I was just There's trying not. to think of the most polite, hardcore gangster murderer in Minneapolis. <laughs> what would a cap your ass, don't you know? Oh, yeah. No, oh. it doesn't go like that. By the way, you I almost sounded a little Irish there, Corey. Did I? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Oh, don't you know. There it is. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bust a cap in you now, don't you know. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Will you guys do us a favor? We're about the end of the episode. How about this? Uh, will you guys just end our episode talking back and forth like that, making fun of Corey and I? <laughs> mm-hmm. 
You can just say whatever you want. I Everything's like, free game. I like except... that she was quick to say, uh huh. Well, yeah. you know, I love the I love the Dolphins. Dan Marino, he was such a great quarterback. <laughs> I wish we could get someone else like him. And we had G- that that uh, that one guy that uh you know that Gia Drahi guy. We got him. He a dry height. He, he Sarge really making you do all the heavy lifting there, Frenzy. <laughs> You're supposed to go back and forth just making fun of us. Like, oh, Corey's really old. Like, ah. We're gonna, we he looked like he died five years our... ago. Oh, yeah, Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning is a good quarterback, too. You, well, you think you're going to affect me? You're going to try to hurt me with Peyton Manning? I was the first one to kick his ass out of fucking Indiana. <laughs> yeah, and you know that his brother Eli, you know, when they when uh, Peyton... Uh, that Frenzy's too nice. She literally can't make fun of anyone. <laughs> She's like, I'm just going to default to quarterbacks. So, make fun uh, of me, so Frenzy. I have told a long-ass story. Uh, Frenzy, what do you think about that their uh, subjective comedy podcast? Oh, yeah, I don't know about it yet. I, uh, <laughs> That's as mean as she can get. I don't know. <laughs> the, uh, the, the, the comedy is... Uh, I think she's trying, but it's like liar, liar. She can't say the pin is blue. <laughs> the comedy is kind of subpar. Honestly, it kind of sucks. <laughs> but remember, it's subjective. <laughs>